What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome, wrestling fans. Welcome to Curtain Jerk. And as always, I'm your host, Jacob Grundy, reporting. For the main event, Mark's YouTube channel, you can also check me out on Spotify. I'm just jumping on for a real quick mini-sode. I did an episode last night, but I'm enjoying Dynamite. I'm enjoying pro wrestling so much that I wanted to talk more about it tonight. Review Dynamite mainly, talk about All Out, but I also wanted to talk about my own goddamn Twitter poll that I threw up there involving CM Punk. Um, it's, and it was kind of eye-opening. So CM Punk not on Dynamite, reportedly suspended after the altercation, but he wasn't going to be on Dynamite anyways, because he was accepting an award from the, uh, Cauliflower Alley Club, which is a very, uh, kind of, um, a prestigious, like, club in the world of pro wrestling, uh, kind of ran by wrestlers for wrestlers to honor wrestlers it's a really cool club um and he's getting like a, the highest achievement you can get for this club i know very little about it but i know he's he was in las vegas when AEW was in uh chicago his hometown but i you know cm punk talk of the town everyone has an opinion on the guy so I posted CM Punk should dot 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 and then I put become AEW champion. Of course this is all tongue in cheek. Leave wrestling. Come back to WWE or make girl in the third floor too. Um, the last one was a bit of a joke but I did want to see where people were at. And 24% said become AEW champion. 22% said go back to WWE. 40% almost half said leave wrestling so leave wrestling one of course you got to split the difference here uh 46% wanted him to not only stay in wrestling but wanted him to go to a particular place or even win a title but i feel like that's saying a lot here um maybe he's kind of lucky that he did get suspended i i can see maybe this crowd tonight not maybe not cheering for him as much as they used to because people are kind of getting tired of uh, you know, his antics backstage overshadowing the overall product. Um, I mean, I don't really think it overshadowed my viewing of All In. Like, I'm still thinking All In was amazing. It was still, like, definitely their WrestleMania. It was crazy to see, you know, guys like MJF and Orange Cassidy in this stadium setting. Uh, this, like, I mean, WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom-like setting. But for WWE fans who didn't watch, or for AEW fans who pay a lot of attention to the dirt sheets, they're probably pretty upset at him for constantly getting involved in this this type of shit here. So, will he have X-Pac heat? Will he have go-away heat? Half the crowd boo him anyways. The All Elite fans 
are the yeah the elite fans boo him anyways will they eventually just not boo him because they're just tired of him which is not what you want if you're AEW, not what you want if you're cm punk so i think the best thing for him now is to take this suspension um going into all out even if it is in his hometown and it's kind of cool that he won this cauliflower alley club award here uh i've seen pictures of him you know shooting the shit with the apa uh hanging out with a steel um it just looks like a, it's always a classy event it seems like and i always kind of look forward to the Cole Cabana podcast that comes out of the Cauliflower Alley Club, but it doesn't look like it's going to come out uh, this year at least. I don't know word, or I've received no word whether he's there or not, but I doubt it. But let's go into Dynamite. Uh, all in recaps, of course, throughout the show, and then we kind of get set up for all in. I mean, you only got one week built. Let's get into it. Eight man tag uh, booked. Bucks and FTR, you know, respect through rivalry versus the Bullet Club Gold who crashed the party when they were shaking hands backstage. And then Jericho comes out, brings out Sammy. Sammy usually gets tons of heat, but here in the Chicago tr- crowd, he got cheered. Uh, mixed up at all in, uh, you know, they were, you know, they Jericho lost and Sammy was out there to make sure he win, but they shook on it and he said it was cool. But then Jericho starts talking and then in his rant starts kind of blaming Sammy for the loss. Sammy wasn't happy with that. Sammy kind of uh, blames Chris a little bit. Jericho says maybe next year he can get on the show. And uh, this was kind of like teasing a little bit of tension here, but at the end of it, they shake on it again, and they reform the Sex Gods. Next week on Dynamite, they're going to have a tag match, but you really felt a little bit of tension here. I thought they were going to set up Jericho and Sammy for All Out, but it looks like you know Jericho always likes to uh, build a little tension here, build the tension, build the tension, set up something probably for the pay-per-view after All Out, it looks like. and I mean, I think Sammy and Jericho would be a... A big matchup here, especially for longtime AEW fans. Later on in the show, Callis kind of trying to uh, butter up Sammy, try to get him on his side. Sammy's having none of it. We get a Mox promo. That shit was mid. Uh, Better than you, Bebe. Uh, We'll take on the winner of the Tag Team Battle Royal at Rampage at All Out for the ROH Tag Team Championships. Adam Cole is at ringside. He's cutting a promo. Roderick Strong and the Kingdom come out. They're pissed. Um, and they they do a great job, all three of these guys, going into why they're friends with Adam Cole. Like, legit friendship going back all the way to, you know, the original Ring of Honor days before NXT, before AEW. And, uh, they you know, they bring in a, a lot of reality into this. But Roderick Strong does a good job of making it, like, kind of silly here. Um including entering himself with a broken neck into the Grand Slam tournament here because he's so mad at MJF. He wants a shot at the AEW title. Cole mentions, hey, man, you got a broken neck. And Strong doesn't want to hear it. He was great here. He was pissed. He's like, if you were my real friend, you would be happy for me entering in this tournament. I mean, great, hilarious pro wrestling logic there. I mean, anybody would see him in the neck brace. You gotta love uh, Roderick Strong in this uh, kind of uh, irate, pissed um, role here, knowing that MJF's a motherfucker, but just can't prove it. The one guy that just can't see it is, you know, who he wants to prove it to. It's uh, 
It's great. Pentagon with a promo. That was mid. Shane Taylor gets a television title match against Samoa Joe at All Out. Random, but amazing. I'm excited for that one. Callis showing Takeshita where he can take down Kenny Omega at All Out. Sign me up for that one. You don't really have to excite me more for that one. That one's going to steal the show. The Acclaim ribbon-cutting ceremony was good. Uh, you know, Caster rips out, whips out, you know, a normal pair of scissors. Billy Gunn says, you have a little one. And then whips out the big one, cuts it, and then they reveal their new pink trios titles complete with the scissor belt buckle in the back. Nice touch. Chicago, all scissor at once. Hell yeah, this was a great episode of Dynamite. It seemed quick to me. It seemed real quick. Maybe I'm just used to these big five-hour spectacle stadium shows now that they do. But I feel like Dynamite kind of went by real quick. Um, breaking down every single match from worst to first. Only four matches on the show. Uh, and the worst match was the first match. Moxley and Commander. Huge boot. Twisting moonsault. No one home. Tightrope shooting star. Mox gets his knees up. Nothing working for Commander. Both men end up bleeding, and only one man gets choked the fuck out and tapped the fuck out, and that's Commander, because Moxley got the victory in the worst match on the show. A good match on a series of great matches. Or, uh, I mean, I would say any of these matches were great, but they were all good, and it wasn't like this last place match was a bad match, is what I'm trying to say. Number three, Baker, Sheeta, Statlander versus Nyla Rose, Emi Sakura, and Maria Shafir. Uh, Shafir distracting the referee, getting Baker in trouble, hot tag to Statlander. She dives on everyone, gets Shafir back in the ring, and pins her ass for cheating and distracting the ref at the beginning of the match. Then Ruby Soho out of nowhere hits the no future and steals the TBS title. They're having a match at All Out. Ruby Soho, what a jerk. I forgot to mention um, Tony Storm. Uh, great promo here uh, in the early going here. Now that I'm seeing her outcast faction mate, Tony Storm's new character. I really like this disheveled, um, like Hollywood, like 50s, like a you know s star. I, I really enjoy. Uh, I think she's really kind of sinking her teeth into um, something new and fun. The second best match on the show. Kingston versus Wheeler Yuta for the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. Yuta in control. Kingston dives. Snug chops. Yuta with a German 1-2. No. Cross body. Knees up. Suplex. 1-2. Yuta kicks out. Half and half German. Discus bitch slap. Not once but twice. Eddie Kingston gets the victory. 1-2-3. The best match on the show. The main event on the show. Uh, I feel like this whole show is kind of building to this match. You had, uh, you know, a Moxley promo after his match. You had a Pinta promo. Tons of graphics for it. Pinta versus Cassidy for the North American Championship or the uh, International Championship, excuse me. Mixing up my titles. Too many titles in the world of wrestling nowadays. Cassidy dives. Pinta catches him in like a press slam position. Slams him down. Snug super kick off the steps. Running Sinton by Pentagon. Back in the ring, DDT. 1-2, Penta kicks out. Made in Japan, 1-2, Cassidy kicks out. Penta goes after the arm. Package pile driver on the apron. 1-2, Cassidy won't quit. Penta blocks the orange punch. Penta snaps the arm. Hits another package pile driver. 1-2, Cassidy doesn't know the word quit. And then right as Pinta is shocked by the by the kick out, 
Cassie rolls him up one, two, three, steals the victory here, and then cuts a promo, like a traditional promo, like a like a like a go home dynamite episode promo going to all out. Uh, a lot of emotion here. Had the crowd hooked. It was, I was stunned. I couldn't believe he was doing this. And he says, I'm Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase. Hyping up his match with Moxley. Moxley comes out. Uh, I think Mo- he hits Moxley, hurts his hand, and that's when Moxley kind of realizes, like, this guy is wounded. This champ is injured. What's going to happen at All Out? Let's break it down. Let's uh, not only look up that match, but let's look up the whole card. AEW All Out, a week after AEW All In. The ridiculousness of this uh, isn't lost on me. Two pay-per-views back-to-back, kind of uh, kind of silly, but, you know, London, Chicago, you're going all over the world. I feel like, you know, people will watch it if they want to watch it, but this is helping the prestige of the overall product and now i'm looking at this card it looks it looks stacked here i think this card is coming together nicely of course you got one or two loose ends um you got i mean you got to find something to do with uh ricky starks now i feel like he's killing it and it looked like he was going to go up against cm punk but of course no cm punk samoa joe versus shane taylor it looks like samoa joe is going to curtain jerk both shows he's going to curtain jerk all in and all out uh, I think he's going to beat Shane Taylor, but it's good to see Shane Taylor on an AEW pay-per-view. Better than you, Bebe, versus the winner of this uh, tag team battle royal. I hope it's the Hardys. And then you have the the eight-man tag, Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and the Young Bucks. I think Bullet Club Gold will win, setting up another match between FTR and the Young Bucks. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Takeshita with Don Callis. Don Callis is a motherfucker. Gave, um, who did he? I, who did he give the scissors to? All I just remember is the scissors coming down, uh, from Omega into the dome. I think it was Takeshita. No, no, I don't even remember. But Don Callis has gotten the better of Omega. It seems like for all of 2023, and it's time for Kenny Omega to get the victory here. Orange Cassidy and John Moxley. I think you have been building Orange Cassidy for a while now. John Moxley is definitely his biggest opponent. Um, do not, it's not time to take the title off of this man. It's time to uh, solidify a homegrown talent and solidify a title that has ha- been, been having a hard time getting solidified. And I think Orange Cassidy is going to beat John Moxley at all out in front of the Chicago crowd. Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. I mean, I think I've picked all champs retaining here, so that's not really good. So let's say Soho wins. I don't know why. I'm saying Soho wins. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Ah, shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, I think Powerhouse Hobbs wins in a shitty fashion, leading to a rematch here. But this match, Samoa Joe and Shane Taylor, Miro and Powerhouse Hobbs, I mean, they got some big man matches on this AEW show. And then you got Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. Darby Allen is going to win the TNT title back because that's what he does. He's Darby Allen. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this mini-sode. I enjoyed making it. Fly high. I'm out.